0: Hello. Hi, Dan. Welcome back to another podcast with us, Ben and Dan. Dan.
1: It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. What's this on the table? This is cheap. This is
0: champagne. Well, it's Carver Brut.
1: I don't think it's champagne, otherwise it would say
0: champagne. Is it true that you can only call it champagne if it's from the region of champagne? Correct. Have you ever been to champagne? I have. What do you think of champagne as a drink? Um... Not as good as Prosecco.
1: It's nice. I prefer mine a lot sweeter, and traditional champagne isn't very sweet, so I'm not a, a, a massive fan of it.
0: But that's not why we're here. No, it's not. <laughs> Although the drink is a symbol of celebration for us. Yes, it is. What am I drinking again? You were drinking a... Joss? A Bucks Fizz. A Bucks Fizz, and it is bloody disgusting. Orange juice blended with lovely bottle of carver. <laughs> Joss, our lovely producer and... Good friend here at Otterworks actually bought us two bottles of bubbly stuff uh, to go with orange juice, Bucks Fizz. Ben, I'm actually out of drinks, so do you want to open this one up and we can celebrate what is five years of Otterworks?
1: It is five years to the day, mate.
0: Five years to the day that, that what?
1: I made the biggest mistake of my life. Wow. And that's not getting into bed with you sooner. Oh,
0: oh God. Um, so, yes. You are here, you are listening to us, the troublesome two behind Otterworks, uh, the The co troublesome two, I like that. The Um, dynamic duo. Also known as the Otter Boys, that many of our great clients call us. I'll
1: try and get some ASMR here for you.
0: That's definitely going to hit the light. Are you Oh, (laughs) That
1: was good. Thank you. Pour me one. Open a few bottles in my time, sir. A uh, glass flat would be great. Thanks.
0: Wow. That sounded so good. Didn't it? It was. We should do sound recording in here. Cheers to... Um, what was that noise? Train, wasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> but there's no train tracks no tra- around there. <laughs> oh, I've just built it all over my legs. You remember, the, we've done a couple of uh, drink testings in our time. We've done a rosé, a red, and a white wine test. We should probably talk about the Aristel Carver Brut, product es- de España.
1: Oh, God. Bucks Fizz is gross. What time is it?
0: 11.04 a.m. A.m. Being the important part of that time. Second bottle of Aristel, España. <laughs> oh, it's, it's even gross original. Um, anyway, happy five years, Dan. Thank you. Cheers to that. Five years. Five years down. Don't they say that most businesses fail within the first two years? First year. First year. 90% in the first year, and then 95%
1: in the second year. What about five years? I could find (laughs) out. It's it's just going to be higher. 99%. (laughs) I
0: I trust you. I trust
1: your judgment. It's a bit mad to think that that many businesses fail, because I wouldn't say it's been overly difficult.
0: No. It's been weirdly Okay. I feel like we've had we've we've had hard times, and like when we started out, there was times when, you know, you were living in a very small flat, mm. but that was about. I think that's really the only struggles that we had. Yeah, I think if you were to compare it to
1: people who had real business struggles, it's been pretty okay. We've been fortunate. Yeah, what do you put that down to? Right industry, right time, mm-hmm. work ethic, consistency, accountability, and business partners, and luck. Probably nice. a lot of luck. We, You know, in the first year or two, we probably lived paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. in terms of the business. But everything, in the words of our great friend Tom Folding, before we went full time, um, everything always seems to work out somehow. And
0: it does. Yeah. I've always remembered that. I do remember that too. And it is definitely down to the partnerships. I think that's something that we have have found so important. When you've got two people in a business, you like you say, accountability, you're accountable to each other.
1: Oh, the business relationship. Yes. Not the other partnership.
0: No. Not just talking about that today. No, it's purely
1: business. Today. This is a business podcast. Yeah, business Not podcast. A grinder one. Yeah. Good um, good chat.
0: When it comes to business, yeah what have you learned When you came into this five years ago, what did you know about business? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and what where do you think you're at now? <laughs> Fuck all still.
1: Yeah. Uh I don't know. I think it's um I feel like I know a lot. However, I don't know what I don't know. I've been using that term a lot lately. Yeah, sounds good, though, doesn't it? It does. Um, I think I know enough to run this company effectively. However, there is so much more that we could be doing, probably, and doing better that I don't know of or I am aware of. It's just one big learning curve, mate. I don't want to sit here and say I am the best thing since sliced bread. In terms of humor, in terms of humor, not Second in terms best. of a tumor. Second best humor. <laughs> Well, you didn't get it on Wordle today, mate, so who's the real winner? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> knife, uh, of, knife of February. What? I, I don't I don't know if I can collate all of my learnings into one sentence or paragraph, Dan. It's more of just been a... I think what I've learned over the past five years is more significant to who I am as a person and a man than a, as a as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Would you agree to that?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I think it's pretty crazy to think how we've developed as people. I yeah. think that's the most important part, and I think it's... Um, Yeah, when you look back at photos, you think, bloody how naive and young were we when we started this? We looked so skinny. Yeah, I I was definitely more gaunt back then. Um, Less aware of my diet, didn't know how to cook, still don't really, but. And your self-awareness is pretty different to what Uh, you are now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I think my self-awareness today isn't necessarily any better. It's just my post-reflection and my post-reflection makes me think, oh, probably should do less of that. Whereas
0: before, I just wouldn't even bother thinking about what no. happened that day. That's fair enough. What about your business role? How has that developed over the years? Like when we started out, we were two guys with a camera, not really knowing our identity or even what we did or what our role should be. Mm. And then now what it is, is like you're in a very defined role. Obviously, it's changed massively and you you found your place. But like, it was, it was is tough. it hard for other people who are starting out in business who are like, what the fuck do I do? I think with our partnership, it was like
1: your your position in the company was so clear from the get-go as the creative director, and we were a creative agency, so you just oversaw and delivered everything creatively. Mm-hmm. And when it was just you and I, you were the only person who could do the creative. Mm. Whereas with me, it was very much like, a, I know I'm supposed to be doing stuff, but I have no mm-hmm. idea what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. And then you get riddled with guilt because you're doing more than me, and then you get riddled with, am I actually bringing anything to the table? Am I bringing enough to the table? You get like... Um, imposter syndrome and it's not it's not a great place to be in i don't necessarily feel like that anymore although it's it's just sometimes so hard to quantify what i do compared to a creative because you guys you know you have an export a yeah, yeah. deliverable that you give to the business and the client whereas i'm just doing everything else and it's like i can't really quantify what i do day to day and you know i get home to amber sometimes she goes how, how was your day what did you get up to and i am just like i don't really know how i can sum it up <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just, I just did. Yeah, there yeah. was emails that needed to get done, conversations, firefights, and I think in a way now I like that because it's like it's undescribable. Not out of choice. It's so varied, fucking so varied. It's almost impossible to describe. It must be the same for you creatively, though. I mean, you must look at, you know, we talk about me looking back and thinking I had fucking no idea what I was doing, but you
0: must look at the stuff you produced five years ago and think, fucking how people pay for that. Yeah, it's quite yeah, it's quite weird to think that when we started out, it was just a a camera in one hand and it was a very, very cheap camera and it was just our starting platform that we had. And then we went out and we were just marketing. We didn't really market ourselves, really. We were really lucky that word of mouth did wonders for us. Right time. Um, right yeah, industry. right time. And we were young in the town, so people were really keen to work with us. Uh, and then we ended up just landing a few really cool jobs. And then I think our name got around and that's how we kind of built the brand on what it is today. And yeah, it's quite weird for me to think I started out making these films and I was everything creative. Whereas I think now I'm weirdly taking a bit more of a backseat and actually overlooking a lot of the creative. Like with Joss and Max, they're taking on so much more work than I'm doing because, you know, there's two people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a weird transition for me at the moment where I'm kind of managing people rather than actually taking creative work on. But I enjoy that. I quite, you know, I like I like to look after people and make make sure that everything's going good and smooth. But You like yes. the director role? Yeah, I think it's... Here's something I found on the web. Oh. According to WeddingWire.com,
1: Tracy made sure everything was set up slash taken together in the beginning and
2: Diane, made sure everything continued to go smoothly throughout the night until the end.
0: I'm sorry, Dan, you were saying before Tracy interrupted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it's quite... Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see where the business is going and and where it's going to go in the future. It's, it's exciting times can you believe we got to five years no did you think we'd get this far when you first started business with me all those years ago <laughs> no, absolutely not when you saw what a mug i was i remember like when we started out and i would just like not vent but like go back to hannah and be like ben is he's so he's not hard to work with but you're just so, we we are so different as people and i think that's why we're so strong because you yeah. would do shit that would make me so uncomfortable, <laughs> and you would do stuff that would like absolutely accelerate, you know, your friendships and your person and, and your personality was so different to me, and you'd be able to get on with people mm-hmm. so much easier, and you'd be able to enter a room and you know talk to anyone and everyone. Whereas I was the complete opposite. I couldn't, I literally couldn't go into a room if I didn't have a reason to be there. I would be so uncomfortable. And then I think it was a few years later, where you know a year of like hanging around with you, being in business with you, being together, that I was suddenly like. Shit, I'm actually quite good at networking. I can go into a room mm. and talk to a group of people. But prior to that, I was a nervous wreck. So I think it's like at the start, I go home. Oh, he's, Ben's like he's just hard work, you know, he's just crazy, he goes in this thing, and oh, he just doesn't care and stuff like that. And then a year later, I'm probably the exact same person, or like moving more into that of like not like a don't give a shit at you, but more like a I'm here. Like this is why I'm here. This is my purpose. And, and you know, mm. if I if I'm not needed here, then I'm going. You I think you need to have that not not giving a fuck kind of
1: attitude, I think, yeah. if you want to get somewhere with it. There's the whole there's the whole tussle of you need to care about what people think and you need to care what people need and then people need to be listened to. And on the other spectrum, you shouldn't listen to any of it because you understand what you should be doing yourself and that's kind of it. Yeah. So it's it's the constant tussle. I don't think, you know, maybe my attitude towards it is always the right way, but it definitely
0: it's the better of the poisons. Yeah, and I think that's maybe, again, like how our personalities have changed because there's a balance. You were at the higher end of like not giving a shit and doing, you know, as you please. And then I was more of like the really nervous wreck that couldn't do anything. And then it was like like a child murderer, mate. (laughs) You are a little bit. Going out and doing what you please. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, I think it's been good. What about networking in the early days? And what about networking in general as a business? A load of
1: shit. Complete load of shit. I remember going into rooms back then and thinking, this is pointless i don't know what i'm doing i feel uncomfortable doing this i don't think we get any value from it because all of these people aren't really ideal clients networking i think like traditional networking is like buying instagram followers you're you're increasing your audience but in terms of people who are actually going to value your business it's still zero Mm -hmm. you know you 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 go out and buy ten thousand followers but none of them are going to buy anything from you because they bought Networking is kind of the same thing. Like it's rare to ever get like an actual good network connection from that. That's going to be a sustainable business model going forward. It it, it needs to come from rare. You're going to find it. I think in general networking something's going to be valuable to you, unless you go to like you know specific business shows or specific meetings where you can actually network with people who are looking for that. Because most people from networking are just there to take. They want business. They're not there to spend. You know a, yeah. a lot of people from networking go because maybe business isn't going as well as it should or you know they're not making as much money as they can so they're looking to get more sales so they haven't got money to buy yeah. you know yeah, true. You, you're just in a bigger fish with people who are hungrier than you it's and, true i never thought about it like that yeah
0: it is you're literally in a room with everyone everyone else is there for the exact same reason why you're there yeah and that's to get new business but then a lot of these networking things is like oh you know it's we we share trades and you know we only do business with other people within the networking group but the majority of the other people in the networking group are actually there for the same reason you are, and that's to get more work. They don't yeah. want to spend, yeah, fuck, why don't I never think about it it's like that? It's just,
1: uh, you walk into a room where there's no give, it's all take. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucking pointless.
0: So what's been our, uh, what, what's been our strategy to get a new business, you think? Oh. <laughs> strategy, zero. Mm-hmm. Luck,
1: high. I think it's just fallen on our shoulders that we've. I think because we've been such different people, we've had very different networks. There hasn't been much overlap in our networks. Like work you've pulled in and work I've pulled in have been from very different areas. And like work like I pull in or you pull in now is like, oh, my mate from who I go to doing this with, I'm like, I've never heard of that, Dan. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of, I think that's been luck. Um, And I think just we've kind of, like from your point of view, you've really cared about what people have thought. And clients have thought so. It's it, you've taught me that as a lesson about you know, I don't want to say listening because it makes me sound like an asshole, but I guess value value what people's opinions are to a certain degree, and I think that's led to us making a better product overall. Mm-hmm. I think we've been very very. I think our our USP has definitely been we've always just been so easy to work with, yeah, and likable. I think people just naturally like us not to sound egotistical but that is like 101 in business is just being friendly like turning clients into friends where you can like some of our biggest clients are now people that we would actively go for beers with if they offered or that it came up and
0: that wouldn't be a problem um yeah i don't know it's, it's hard to pinpoint i think something that we've always said and i remember you saying it in the early days is about like having these saplings and we we're always like we're gonna have <laughs> yeah. the small trees and we want to build those into big oaks and i think it's definitely happened yeah you know we look at people like Catalent, gwr National trust that these are all they all started out with very small jobs very small trees and then now there are like very established trees they got strong roots we we know people across the whole business now that we can do work with bcs yes. as well so it's yeah. like and and that purely comes down to relationship building. Yeah. And what we've done there.
1: It's totally true mate and I think, you know, if you I think if you want to be successful in business, it's 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 less so about doing well, it's just more about surviving. Just survive long enough that the clients you start out with grow and you become better at what you do, you'll be able to offer more. And as time goes on, you'll be able to charge more for more things, your clients have more money for more things. And naturally, you just grow as a business. And I think just getting past that first year or second year is like just focus if you're new in business just do that just survive Mm -hmm. because it will come but i think a lot of people get into business for the wrong reasons yeah fucking hell mate like there's times now i'm thinking like this is so the the pressure sometimes is so much that i fantasize about falling i just fantasize You ever seen the, the the muse video i think it's called bliss and the whole music video is him falling through a hole Sometimes I fantasize about that. I don't know why. Maybe I, should, maybe I should speak to a therapist about that. Just falling through a hole. Yeah, I just endless I hole. I think I fantasize about falling because it's like, that's my only worry in that moment. It's like, oh, I'm falling. Um, but it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's not all sunshines and rainbows. It is, it is tough. And there's definitely points where I think, fucking hell, would, I, would life be better in a full-time position? And I think initially I think yes, but then, you know, I come into work and I see Joss's smile and I see Max's coat. His arms. And his arms. And I'm thinking, fuck yeah. And then I look to the right, I see you, and I think, fuck no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's
1: like, you know, maybe maybe life would be easier in a full-time position or working for someone else, but fuck, man, it wouldn't be anywhere near as fun.
0: Yeah. Or it's freeing. And I, uh, yeah, I think, for, you know, for us, it's like, We've got the, f- the freedom of owning a business and all this shit, but we still, we're still here, you know, half faint until six most days. Yeah, We've got all the, the great freedoms of being a business owner and doing your shit. But I think the most important thing for me, and I think the same for you, is about building a business that people want to work for. And that's something that we've always stuck by. Mm. So if we, can, if we can give our, like, happiness of what we've got to our, you know, our guys and our team, that's the most important thing. Totally. And I think we get that. I think Joss, is, Joss usually outstays here. You know, he's usually in the office later than we are most days. And then apologises when he's, when his lunch runs over.
2: Yeah, for half an hour. <laughs> it's
0: like, come on, Joss. We don't mind. But if you do that again, you're fired. So looking back at some of the early projects that we did, yeah, are there any standout ones that we did in our first year or around when we started that you can think of? Projects? Um... We can do a fire. We can do a quick fire round for this. Well, obviously, NT,
1: National Trust, that yeah. 14-part documentary. How can that not be... It's a shame that that project. Well, it's a shame that something like that hasn't come round again. But it, you know, it probably came at the best time it could have ever came in, yep. the, in the first full time year. You know, that, that's the interesting part. It's, like it's our fifth year anniversary, but the first year we only turned over eleven grand. You know, that's less than a thousand pound a month. We didn't know what we were doing. We both had full time jobs, so we've really only been doing this full time for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, NT, NT by far the travel, the 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 nights out after shoots, the early morning rises that I hated, you wanting to do fucking stupid sunset, sunrise shots on a lake at like four in the morning, and you had this idea every single fucking shoot. And like, it was overcast on quite was, a few of them. And all of them, it was, it was never there was I was no doing. Sun. And I couldn't say no, because it was like, GTS, you have to get the shot. You know, you, GTS. Jan- Dan wants
0: to make the film better, who am I to say no? <laughs> exactly. Next project. My one is Austin's headshots. You remember those? We hardly knew Austin at the time. <laughs> Yeah,
1: and we said to him, oh, we'll just do it for free. And he he pushed that he would pay us. I think he, I think we, we invoiced him £35 for that. Yeah, And he was our first ever client. Yeah, And the funny story with that is he came in about six months ago for headshots, didn't he? Yeah. And we did it free
0: of charge. Yeah, It was like a little nice thing, yeah. I think I was around the time. I think I was in the office or something and he was like, can you do me headshots? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that again, talk money to me and I start buckling. And I was like, yeah, do you want to just talk to Ben about the invoice or something? Well, like, that was yeah, a
1: stage yeah. where I was still full-time. Yeah. And you were you <laughs> like, what was that like, that initial period where, because um, we started Otter in February, and then come November that year, you were full-time on Otter, you quit your job, you were, working free, you were working at desk full-time on Otter. I'm still working full-time in the business. What the fuck is going through your head? You've just left your job.
0: Yeah. And you I'm know? just sitting there thinking, what the hell do I do? I think it was a few, I went out and actually did a few meetings with potential clients. I think we got Integra within the first week of me. So within the first week of me going full time, we got Integra and we signed them up for a £500 a month retainer. Mm-hmm. And it was like design and all this other PowerPoint stuff. PowerPoint design. Yeah, PowerPoint yeah. design for photophone, and, and I was just sitting there like, like, what do I do now? And, and then I was, or the majority of the time, because we were in a co-work space, people come up and be like, oh, can you do a video or photo? And I'd just be shit myself thinking, oh, I have to talk money in a second. Yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. But then luckily you came on and started talking money, so. That must have been pretty scary in those, Made me safe. in those three months,
1: though. November to January. Yeah,
0: very nerving, not knowing. Because I'm not there. Nah. You've quit your job. Like, I've
1: still got a job. It's quite weird, though, isn't it, that? Yeah. We didn't think of it at the time. I remember you called me into a meeting, like, we need to, you need to... I think you put your um, foot back on the gas or something and we need to, we need to go for this because yeah. I'm now like, at some point I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Weird time. Yeah. Do you remember that meeting? Where do we do that? In the desk. Um, in the meeting room? Yeah. Yeah. I think I met you on my lunch break <laughs> and then I made really big in
0: crypto and handed had my notice in, in, in December. <laughs> yeah. The, but that was also a huge step as well, was handing in your notice, you know, f- you know yeah handing you so I was in you know, a like a really cool job that was doing really cool shit and then I was like actually we can do something here let's give it up That uh, nice and we did yes we did Uh my other job was Brighter Futures the charity music videos yeah the Christmas music video which would have been in December come, that year right
1: who's coming home tonight how does it go again <laughs> Saturday night gotta get home <laughs> <laughs> that's so
3: good is that right
0: gotta be at home <laughs> I am still alone. Play that track, Joss. Spotify, link it. I'm not sure it's on Spotify because it's a private release. But I've got the CD signed. I will will just
1: check it for Bill's sake.
0: Um, William McRae? Would it be William or Bill McRae?
1: I think it is Bill McRae. So,
0: for those listening, Bill McRae is... I think he's one of the the UK's most biggest renowned heart surgeons or heart specialists. He's chief cardiologist at Chief cardiologist. And... um, He's well known, but he's a great Irish folk singer. And they commissioned us to do a, a video, which they were raising money for Bright Futures, which is a great charity. And um, we offered to do it for free. And we did the music video. And we ended up like filming on an ambulance in some <coughs> random person's house on a ward. And I, I, had, I had called in sick that day
1: to yeah. film it. And my boss at the time, who um, I won't name, but was a bit of a knob. He basically called. He he found out when he got in contact with the client to find out whether I was there or not. And the client, Cat, bless her soul, Cat Hyde of Bright Futures, told a little white lie and said, "No, I've got no idea who that is." What a legend! And I didn't get I didn't get told off that day, but
0: she she had your back.
1: It was it was times like that where I, you know it just it just really solidified the fact that I don't want to work with people. Yeah, or, or, if that was
0: your boss at the time, well, people like that. I wonder why you wanted to hand your notice in.
1: No, I just don't, want, and I don't want to start a culture where it's like that. Mm. If Josh is calling in sick to do freelance work, I won't even bother calling the client. I'll just sack him. You know, <laughs> just just saving the trouble. <laughs> hey, Josh, I can hear you laughing, mate, but I'm being dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't sack Josh. Couldn't sack Mum's favourite because if I sack
0: Josh, we'll lose half our clients. Yeah, all the mums would be after us. I'm pretty sure if we sack Josh, GWR would leave. <laughs> Well, what do you mean there's no Joss anymore alright yeah, we're out we don't want it that's because GWRB were Joss he's stolen them from us Consp- conspiracies that's the one client didn't yeah. it because i BCS bastard and Corda Cloud bastard
1: he does do a lot around here he does yeah. yeah.
0: Um. next up any other projects that you've got on the top of your head from the first year or just in general in general
1: Marbella with Core was cool yeah. I guess because it was, tra- was travelling
0: the Mercedes was a pretty cool Mercedes little gig was, that we did
1: it was a cool gig yeah I don't know, mate. It's all just become numb.
0: What about other moments, except from jobs? Oh, moments. Um,
1: probably um, test driving the Defender. Yeah, yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. And, like, stalling it about four times. God. And then um, following you home.
0: Did I drive your polo home? No, you had the... I go, I go yeah. Yeah, we followed you Cause, home. Because when we test drove it, he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, you can test drive it. Give me the keys to your car. What have you got? And you're like, "And I go. And he was like, okay. <laughs> at the keys of an go <laughs> yeah. probably f- bright orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, What are we going to do with this?
1: I think moving into our own office—not even this one, but the first one yep. above the tap. Yeah, weirdly, was cooler than the moving into this one in a way. Yeah, because it was our first own space. Yeah, now look at this one. You think, fuck, this is so cool. But you know, I guess that was a moment to behold.
0: I've got Berlin. Berlin was as a moment when we shared when we went into the spa and it was a completely naked spa in Germany. That we had to quickly adapt with. Yeah. I've seen a side to you that I never thought I'd see.
1: Uh, that, I mean, that was the moment when I realised why Hannah's in love with you. <laughs> Once I saw you start by like naked, mate. I, I understood what you brought to the table at that point. Exactly. A whole lot of German sausage. Huge. It's a whole hobbit down there, mate. A <laughs>
2: hobbit. <laughs> they got big feet.
1: Uh, um, Berlin, Berlin was cool, but Rome was better. Yeah. Just because in Berlin, I was
0: kind of crippled from my misdiagnosed leg problem. Bad leg. Yeah. Bad knee. Um. Uh, aside from moments I've now got some other points which are I guess more business related it was about the lessons that we've learned Um, and I, I put here the importance of retainers and the cash flow because cash flow has always been something that we've always been on top mm. of Uh, partnership is in us two, um, and then nurturing clients which we've already spoke about so I think we're all pretty key
1: what, then- what more moments do you have? Oh, Bringing on Joss was pretty fucking nuts. Do you remember like Joss's first day? And we, we we were it was kind of like we were looking at each other, like we 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 would just become new parents, yeah. And we we're like, oh my god, we have a whole person here, this baby, and we've got no <laughs> idea what we're supposed to do with it. And Joss is looking at us like, okay, this I'm here to work. What do you want me
0: to do? And we we're like, fucking no
1: idea, mate. We went
0: for that meeting in the um up in Old Town, didn't we? Oh, at um, King's Head. King's Head near the fire. Yeah. And I printed off some documents. I was like, okay, Joss, do you want to um, just write down here potential what clients we- you would like to do and your weaknesses and some of your strengths, <laughs> and we'll try and work on those. Do you have that paper anymore? it is is still in your bag. Um,
1: Joss's weakness is well, arms are too big, legs yeah. are too toned. What
0: do you reckon Otter does for, for people? If we look at Joss now compared to what he came on like. I looked at a photo of him earlier. He had no facial hair. He took his glasses off. He looks so attractive in his glasses, doesn't he? He's blushing. He's
1: just blossomed like a tulip. That yeah, boy. Yeah. You know, he's gone from what I would argue is something you would discard on the railway to <laughs> something that you would easily, easily frame on a on a painting. Yeah. Or a vase.
0: If I was his parents,
1: I'd be so proud. I'd be so proud, Graham Henderson. If you're watching, and Nicola, Nick, Nicola, Nikita, it is Nicola. It's Nicola. I'm ju- I always, Nicola, if you're watching, I always say it's Nikita to annoy Joss, but I perfectly know what your name is thank you for watching the vlogs
0: and yeah thank you for for raising such a great boy
1: Berthie and Joss
0: you you raised Joss and then we've taken over the reins and we've looked after him since and we hope we hope we've made you proud he's
1: become our child in a way he has what a good boy where do we go from here
0: maybe about you're expecting soon aren't you what (laughs) fuck off am I (laughs) i'm getting married soon yeah five years ago <laughs> who would have thought you'd be getting married five years ago i
1: know mate to a woman not me yeah not to you yeah. yeah fucking hell weird time to end up yeah we're getting married in in greece wow congrats and you're the best man am i well i've got no else to ask really oh, thank mate. you yeah you're welcome that's cool the problem with this business malarkey is it takes up so much of your time you don't really have time for friends
0: no nah. I was talking to Hannah about that the other day, and she was like, "Oh, you know, I've not really got many friends." And I was like, "Well, I don't think I've got many either. I've got work. I've got. I wouldn't even say the work. Like, I hate saying the work colleagues because yeah. it's not like, you know, Joss, Max, you, your friends. I don't. I don't see it as anything else. Mm. That's where my heart's at. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. I agree with that, mate. Um, I
1: agree with that very deeply. Who should we thank? I want to thank my parents. Amber and Integra for that first job I think that saved us in a way Yeah. who do you want to thank?
0: I want to thank my parents Hannah and I want to also thank Austin (laughs) for giving us £35 for a headshot you're a legend you
1: fucking legend Austin you
0: fucking legend
1: (laughs) (laughs) Austin Oh, oh should we finish this off on it nah, as a shot? Don't know, mate. No, because it's, it's not even midday.
0: The importance of manifesting. Let's talk about that. Your notebook. My, my notebook has been. I sometimes when I when I think about this, I think I don't want to tell everyone about my notebook just in case it stops working. Then don't tell people. I've just told everyone.
1: We haven't really gone into specifics of it though. Cool. Basically, Dan and I believe in manifestation, so we believe that if we speak things into the universe or into existence, or write them down in a certain special place, they will become true. And, you know, we write a lot of stuff down, and, you know... I do. I write... You write in your head. You're like, yeah, I wrote notes in my head. Well, I'm sorry that I can program (laughs) my brain like a database, I'm like you, mate. Amber has got me about this as well. She's like, you should write your thoughts down. I'm like, there's no need
0: to. Have you ever journaled? Amber wants me to. Mate. Do you journal? I, I, it's really funny, actually. I've got, um, I've got a journal. I don't know where it is it's in my bag, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, like most things, I don't know where it is. Trust you to <laughs> yeah. lose it, yeah. Um, and there was a period, actually, in 2018, I think it was 2018, that I had a week and I was massively overwhelmed by emotion, with every emotion. And um, I was like, what? I, my head was fucked. And then I went to WH Smith, picked up a little, little book and a pen, journaled it out, clear mind. No joke. And then I did that for like a couple of days after that. And then there has been periods since 2018 that I've journaled every now and then. And I did it the other day as well, actually. And it really fucking helps. It does. And, it, and, and then the weird thing is I picked it up the other day and I looked at my first ever entry in my journal. And I was like, shit me. That, I can't. Yeah, you know, I remember that time. I remember how, like, how I felt at that time as well, and it's really good that you can like reflect on that. Mm. So um, I would recommend if you have got a busy head and you have like foggy thoughts.
1: Foggy thoughts? Journal. I like that. I, can't, I think my problem is I don't switch off. Yeah, but that's the thing. I can't put my mind into sleep mode, and it stops me from doing other things.
0: Do you know what you need? You know on the iPhone when you plug it into the transit and it goes in drive mode, it stops all other thoughts coming in except from drive all you worry about is the map in front of you i think that's why i fantasize about falling yeah you're in full mode right now no you're in overthought mode sometimes you go into double overthought mode but you want to go into full mode but you can't go into full mode because you've not unlocked it yet you're complicating things <laughs> you're just not catching up boy right i'll start journaling you should it's it it does feel a little bit cringe at times like i've i, I remember writing in it and being like who am I talking to? Why am I... like? I'm, you literally feel like you're talking to yourself a little bit and you're writing this shit to yourself. But when you've done it, you're like, oh, it feels better. Amber journals a lot. And and like, there's a bit of confidentiality with it, really. Like, I feel like it's my thoughts and like, I don't think I'd ever share it with anyone. And I might feel a bit weird if someone was to pick it up. And they'd, I think if someone picked it up and they'd be like, oh, what is this guy doing? Mm. Unless they journal, they might relate to it. I don't know. Because I've never picked up someone else's journal. But if I did... A would like... Journal Bros.
1: Have you ever read someone's journal?
0: I haven't. Fair enough. Have you? Yeah.
2: Whose?
1: not telling you. Mine? No. It's no one you know. Well, it is, but no one that we know, personally. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, long time ago.
0: What did you think about it when you saw it? We've got to move on. Cool. Um, what about content do you think people should consume number one being how to make friends and influence people
1: oh yeah that was a that was a big turning point for our business and our personalities i think (laughs) reading that book
0: please Uh, refer back to that book um
1: how you make friends and influence people by dale Carnegie, i think it is and it is it goes through about 12 points that you should follow in life in order to make friends and to influence people Um, And we have found it massively helpful when it comes to client relations, our own relationships, um, running a business, and how you treat people day to day. Um, I think it is a book that I will force my kids to read. And it's something that I wish I read more of or read
0: again of. We forced our first child to read it. Did he? He didn't fucking read it, did he, mate? I don't know. He he says he did. And then our second child, lovely Max, we've told him to read it. I I, think he's… I got him the audio book, yeah. You got him the audio book? There we go. Um, If you are someone who commutes a lot, you should absolutely get on Audible. If you're someone who. Sponsored by
1: Audible. If you're someone who wants to make more friends, then you should check out How to Make Friends and Influence People by Taylor Carnegie.
0: That's a good accent. Thank you. Sounds just like it. Thank you.
1: Do you think you're a
0: good boss? What do you think you can improve on?
1: Let me answer the first question. Sorry.
0: Do you think you're a good boss?
1: I think I care about treating staff the right way, but I do think I could be better.
0: In treating staff the right way?
1: I think I always have, like, Joss's and Max's best interests at heart, and I'm always actively looking to do stuff that's going to make their lives better, Mm. or improve their day-to-day happiness. At the end of the day, if they're not happy, there's no fucking point in them being here. So we need to make sure that they're happy. But I definitely think there's more I could be doing in the sense of learning myself and maybe learning what to do. And I, sometimes I wish I could give them more in terms of knowledge, but I do not have the knowledge to give. Does that yeah. make sense? Like yeah. They've both come so far. And it's like, I'm not a fucking film producer and you're not a film director. No. who come from years of experience and you know in a a sense they look at us as 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 mentors but it's like we can only really it's we can only really mentor them on what we know and that's the limitation as bosses i think that's fair enough is that a good answer
0: yeah it's a bit like RuPaul. he says if you can't love yourself
1: how the hell are you gonna love somebody else exactly fucking amen mate. (laughs) no one says it better (laughs) Do you think you're a good boss
0: um i I like you, I could be so much better than i than I am um i i don't know i think I think sometimes I put it on myself a bit too hard. I think like you know if someone says something, you instantly start to like self doubt but I think that's a human trait, so I think I'm not very good at taking feedback sometimes. I think that's who I am. From from Joss and Max? Yeah. Right. Um, Joss mainly. He gives it a bit hard (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) Um, I think I need to be more... Like, still, I think I still need to be more directive and be like, actually, I think we can change this, this, and this. I sometimes think, oh, I don't want to upset someone too much, so I won't tell them what I really think. I hold it back a little bit too much. When really, like, as a creative director... Quote unquote. You need to be I need to be a bit more like, no, let's change this, let's change that, let's change this. And because at the end of the day, the project or the product is going to be so much, not, you know, egotistically, but like in my head, it might be a little bit better or like they might also be thinking the exact same thing and they're relying on me to tell them that. Mm. So, yeah, I need to be better at that. I
1: think you have to be, I think the role sometimes has to be, you don't have to be a dick, but you definitely have to be direct Mm. and you have to
0: be blunt yeah but there's also a thing where I was saying to Max the other day we were in the car we were in, and I was saying I don't know many other there's not many I've not got a role model as a creative director role model or I've not got someone who's a senior creative who's a role model or anything like that and mm. I'm like it might be good or might be beneficial for me to actually look at these people who are in the same position as me in a, in a bigger company and think what are they doing that I should be doing more of so that's something I should should be doing yeah that's a good way of looking at it
1: yeah There's definitely business models, I think, business models that I look up to. I used to look up to Gary Vee a lot, but I think his content is now pushed towards more people who are looking or wanting to start a business rather than people who are five years in. Mm -hmm. I think people look to him for guidance about getting the confidence to start, and that's been his niche now, so he isn't as valuable anymore, but I don't know. There's definitely, you know, I get a lot of my advice from my dad. And you know he hasn't. You know I've I've outleveled him in terms of business acumen mm-hmm. or like business success, um, in that sense. Because I guess I've done business for longer, but still I still call him when I need advice on stuff. Which is which is it's nice to have that. I think nice to have mm-hmm. someone to fucking just say, Joss has been a knob. What do I do? Do yeah. I do I sack him? Yeah. Do I kiss him? Yeah. You know like <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Will Charlotte find out? You know. He's a wise man, your dad. He is, mate. And he he told me to kiss Joss, and it was definitely the right answer. <laughs> you know. Anyway, we've brought Max and Joss on from our company, <laughs> from Otter, <laughs> just to share some more points on the birthday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Dan. What a birthday. You enjoy Five that. years, Joss. Yeah. How many years have you been here now? Yeah. Too many. Uh,
2: nearly two years. Wow. Two years actually. When month. are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joss. That's all right. Grab your coat, mate. Over to you. (laughs) What do you want me to say? Just talk. About what? Anything. No. (laughs) You're leading this podcast.
0: Um, Do you remember the time, actually, Joss, that we went and reviewed wine up on the Ridgeway and you filmed it? I do remember that, And that was the first time we asked you to drive us because we're going to get very drunk. (laughs) He said, Joss, you're going to have to drive because you're going to drink so much wine.
2: I was very nervous driving you there because I'd never had you in the car before and you're my bosses, and then I was even more nervous driving you back because you were hammered. We drank so much wine. as a... A good shoot.
3: I've actually reviewed the footage from that. It was <laughs> funny as you like talking yeah. about wine and and drink and alcohol. What do you think of the Bucks Fizz Max? I really enjoy it as a. Uh, don't know how it's going with that, but <laughs> as a creative, it's nice. Great. Car. I've heard a lot about it, and people drink it on Christmas Day, don't they? You've and never I really had enjoyed that it? On no, I, day. I actually haven't. But this is the first time I tried it, and I very much enjoy it. Wow, Josh. But it is a Wednesday morning, so have to be very it careful is. not to it's what time is it wednesday afternoon oh, it's five afternoon five. doesn't that count hey. bring on the bucks fizz let's Drive's go <laughs> somewhere
0: ben you're right mate yeah i'm just a bit tired should go pub <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should is anyone <laughs> able to drive i am i've only had half this might be the last four man podcast well this might be the last podcast but actually just four of us
3: are we dissolving the company, company? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) on the we already did it for five years. Um,
0: Yeah, this is our end, basically. Let's go. See ya. Um, But four people on the podcast, four people in the Works, soon to grow to more soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you.
3: Good night. You guys started the company five years ago. Yeah, you registered the company, and now you've got two children sat next to you as employees. How does that feel? If speak wow. Dan bewildering
2: sake who would have
0: thought five years ago that we'd be uh, we'd have a team of four that's pretty weird um, wouldn't change it though
3: three years ago you didn't know either of us
0: it's true that. yeah
3: you didn't even know that we existed well maybe Joss but definitely not me that's weird Barely. isn't it weird
2: yeah. didn't know Joss we we met at the start of February I was in Barcelona about two years ago to the day so we met around this time 2 years ago isn't that mad
1: you started with us on march the 2nd 2020
0: I 2020
3: did. yeah 2020. you sent us dms and <laughs> <to say. laughs> yeah he's got a tattoo okay. of it on his arm
0: Josh, let's let's talk about that angle actually um yeah, on. what you got a job with us because you persistently asked us to get a job with us well you you know you were keen you keen bean keen bean you chatted to us
2: i did on, on the line i Chapsed it i messaged you boys and said well, i've been following your stuff for a while before that um, was unhappy in the job that I was in and really wanting to break into the creative world, especially video. Um, didn't really know how to do that, so we kind of sat waiting. And then um, my sister actually introduced me to your stuff on Instagram. It's like, oh, you should follow wow. these guys. They Why was she following us? I don't know. I For think... me,
0: Did she fancy Ben again. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> it's <fancy> just another <laughs> one. <laughs> um, Plot twist: What's... no one fancies me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be the other way around. That's a different
2: story. <laughs> Some, somehow she was following you guys and like saw yourself and thought oh you know joss would like this so then i followed you for a while watched your vlogs listened to all the podcasts um and then yeah it was actually charlotte that pushed me to message you guys Because so i was like oh i really like what they're doing i kind of i'd love to just even talk to them to get their thoughts on maybe what i could do um and then I just yeah we met for a well it was meant to be a coffee but it was a beer because the coffee machine was broken at the time obviously Um, Legend. And I expressed my interest in working for you guys. Was it? We had a beer, did we? You didn't. You'd been to the gym that day. I remember everything about that. Legend. Gruff served us.
0: Oh, yeah. It was Gruff in there. And he asked us afterwards, like, oh, who's that young boy? Young boy. And now he's your barber. Now he's my barber. What a change. And your best mate. What a life. My best mate. What a life. And then, Max, actually, when it comes to you, I sent you the first ever DM on LinkedIn.
3: Yeah, Yeah, you did, because I connected with you. I remember that. Yeah. Wow yeah I remember you sent me a DM I remember being really surprised to get a DM I was like wow that's actually a very nice thing to receive on on a school (laughs) day what did you say I think it was like yo Max I really love what you do at Grace Guy or something like that yeah it was just like like chat really wasn't it like it wasn't any I think we were just talking about sex yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) um he was flirting with me a bit i flirted back and here we are um <laughs> <laughs> Gets the job job done <laughs> um no so yeah you you reached out to me and we just started chatting and then i think i remember a job came in for us that we couldn't do um and i either rang up that was really weird of me doing that i like either rang you up or i rang you up. i can't I remember who me. it was yeah being like hey do you want a client <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then naturally because it's a client that i sourced it fell through And then, uh, (laughs) yeah, and then, yeah, I um, ultimately decided to leave and gave you guys a call, and here we are. Boom. And I had an interview, and yeah, I remember being really nervous on that interview. And I remember when I got the job, you guys on FaceTime, I was sat in my room, and you were like, you put the camera onto the lens. I was like, oh my God, I'm on YouTube. Uh, What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Choked it. And then hung up the call and I remember going downstairs and telling my dad, I was like, I just bullshit. I just completely ballsed up a job acceptance <laughs> a video call. on, and it will be on YouTube. So that's good. I don't
0: know. Did it make you... it to YouTube?
3: Probably not. No, I think most of cut. my stuff gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know
0: what we did with I, that around
1: that we, time. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't put it in. We didn't put it in the vlog because the position was still open
0: for like two weeks. Oh yeah. Even though we'd given it to Max. That was it. Yeah. Sorry. We thought just in case he's a bit of a knob. Let's not put it in. Well, just the,
2: the people And that. I am an knob and I've still got the job, so <laughs> let's go.
1: We've only interviewed for two people. Yeah? For these two. We interviewed once for Max. For one we only interviewed one person for Max's position. Same for Joss.
3: Who was it?
0: Boom. You. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were the only interview we had. <laughs> <laughs> we go on instinct, baby. Let's go. Mate, it's
2: you. You're the one that's putting out the feelers with the first message because you did that to me as well. So what that, did like, I say to you? You said like uh, Probably exactly Yes, yes but man. it's what he said Something like Oh yeah. how are you doing Something like that Just something really simple Because I liked a bunch of other stuff Must have been as, as soon As I followed you guys I've just got
0: eyes on the ground mate <laughs> I just on
2: know ground, what's man. happening Where are yours, your eyes Ben? Everywhere <laughs> On
3: the prize
1: Sauron Sauron's eye
2: <laughs> Middle earth. Mate this is such a mess <laughs> 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 is, that,
1: is that Lord of the Rings oh, I'm sorry I'm just I'm just On the whispering eye I'm A bit yeah Peeking a bit
3: <laughs> in a bit. Should we get Amber to pick you up?
1: She's not here.
3: <laughs> let's do emails, spreadsheets. Oh,
1: need... oh, you've got a call at one. I need
3: to sober up, mate. <laughs> Just get fillers? It's midday.
1: Just get fillers? <laughs> Just do what you want, Joss <laughs> <laughs> You both got Amexes. <laughs> True.
3: Joss let's ask Dad for literally anything that we want. <laughs> I want a tank. Thanks, a Tesla. <laughs> you've got Amexes, mate. You get a tank. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> <What a sag. laughs> It'd be good to shoot on. We can mount a what's that a jib to it? The jib, the jib. Yeah. If you
1: bring in retainers, you can both have a Tesla.
3: Can't do that; they all fall through.
1: Deal. Of of
0: significant value. Free year retainer.
2: All right.
0: All right. <laughs> Feelers. You see how how it happened with me, Joss? I've got so many retainers under the belt. That's why I've got a Tesla.
3: <laughs> Is that why you're a director? because you, you you worked your way up
2: something <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: have to ask dad
1: how do you think the company ha- corner? how do you think the
3: company's run
2: terribly <laughs> I think it's a joke
3: <laughs> <laughs> i th- i think it's a test i think it's a testament to your guy's success that that we're still here <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i don't even know if that makes sense but
1: as in you shouldn't be here or <laughs>
3: As in every day, I get I get messages constantly being like, what do you guys do? And I'm like, I don't know, just, just edit stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, it's coming up for my two years soon, which is pretty crazy to think because in under two years, I feel like I've come a long way from your guys' teaching, both, both as a creative and as a person. Like you said in the section before Max and I joined you, are life mentors to me and Max, I think. Uh, I don't want to speak for Max, but definitely for me thank you you, josh thank you i'll I'll carry on talking now (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry. carry on you no on on a serious note you do teach us both and a lot of life lessons every day how to handle situations what to do um and dan you've helped me become uh the creative that i am cool never leave me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on, never leave
3: me. I think that was the one thing, like, joining this company over other companies, is, like, you guys are bosses, but you're also mates at the same time, which yeah. a lot of companies, you think, oh, that, I don't know how that dynamic would work. Mm. But I feel like it hasn't been weird here. No. And I feel like it actually works to an advantage, because it means that you can laugh and joke and stuff like that, which yeah. naturally will get more out of you as a creative, I think.
1: It's all fun and games until you don't do your
3: fucking jobs, though. <laughs> do
2: look at me when you say that
3: over here he's looking at you because he did not didn't want to look at me Sorry because that. it relates to me more
1: thank you for saying that Max that's very kind that's Yeah, it. we I appreciate that I'm just finding it a bit hard to stay on track here Um we do try to find the dynamic well here
0: <laughs> Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Chelsea let's just make sure that doesn't change when the
3: company grows yeah Blah. I don't think it will I don't think it will no I don't think so, because well, unless, no, obviously it takes a to fit in with the otter culture. Mm -hmm. It takes a specific person or a certain like personality type. I feel like so anyone that would fit with the otter culture, I I don't think would abuse that.
2: No, true, exactly. As long as it's the right person that's on board, I don't think that's going to change. And from when I joined, like I said, maybe two years ago, you boys have stayed very much the same. And I think your mission and what the business means and the business values. And obviously that's going to grow over time, but the fundamentals are still there. And bringing Max on board, that's all still there. And then now looking for the fifth person to join. It's all still there. So I don't think any of that's going to change.
1: I'm really glad you two are here. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. You bring a lot to the company, the team. I'm not going to say the family, because I'm not Vin Diesel or a wanky corporate marketing company from the 60s, but I'm really glad that you you two are here and part of the team. Thank Thanks, you, mate. Man. You, Dan. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh that was so
3: good (laughs) can we just use that as as the social snippet here's
0: to the next five years yes thanks to the next five years thank you for being a part of this five years thank you for finally turning up in your last year
1: and I, I will always, Lord, don't send me. <laughs>